0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Dagie
1: And I'm your co-host, Drew Dagie Welcome to episode 98 of Spur of the Moment.
0: Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs won their third game in a row. We have a big winning streak going on. They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, a really good ball club, by the score of 112-111. to 111. Great win for the Spurs. Uh, by the Vegas odds that we were 9.5 point underdogs. So that's a really big turnaround and a big win for the Spurs. Um, and some news and notes before we get on with the episode, the Spurs waived uh, Alizé Johnson, and then they signed Stanley Johnson. So we now couldn't get rid of, uh, another Johnson to go with Keldon. We had to get another Johnson. So that's our newest spur. He's our, basically our 15th guy on the roster. And, uh, We'll kinda of go over the game. That brings the Spurs record to nine and eighteen overall. Drew, what were your thoughts about the game? And then we'll get to the Greg Popovich interview.
1: Yeah, huge win for the San Antonio Spurs. He got close there at the end. The Spurs wrote by his as videos as 19 but the Spurs pulled it off with a huge Kelton-Johnson block. I mean, a huge win for the Spurs. One of our best wins of the year at home. We had a great night from Richardson, a great night from Kelden. A great night. A lot of players stepped up. A lot of good role players. So a great, great win for the San Antonio Spurs.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you can see the development going. And let's hear what Pop had to say about the game.
2: You know, playing with a little bit of grunt. Uh, more physicality. Uh, more purposeful movement. Uh, people being responsible for who they're guarding, taking some pride in it, and it follows through on the board. So that's what kept us in the game. And we're fortunate we made some shots tonight on top of that. But we've made shots before and not had that measure of defense and board. So it was a good all-around game. Jay Rich was, you know, fantastic defensively, offensively. Uh, Romeo did a good job uh, on Mitchell. It's just a hell of a basketball team that they have. So we're, we feel very good about the win. Yeah, they were, they were good days for us because we had two practices and then the shoot-around, we used it as a practice, really. We worried that maybe we're uh, running them down a little bit, but there's so many things that you know they need to go go over and catch up with, especially with the guys out. Uh, other guys have to understand what we're doing. So uh, they, they did a fine job. I'm really happy for them. Uh,
0: so that was Popovich. And, uh, I also want to add on that something Josh Richardson said about him. He said when they get here, Popovich is working on the treadmill and he's working out, he's getting in shape, and he's talking about how when the players see that when they come into the building, they know what the expectation is. And I think that's important to, to realize. So with that being said, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who do you have for your top two?
1: Yeah, so for right number one top two, I think you've got to go with Jay Rich, Josh Richardson, who had a really, really good night, one of his best games of the year. In this game, Josh Richardson put up 24 points, 2 assists, shooting lights out, 9 of 13 for the field, and 5 of 7 for the three-point line in 27 minutes. A great night from Josh Richardson. My second top two, I'm going to go with Trey Jones. In in 29 minutes, Trey Jones put up 15 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, chipped in 2 steals, and he shot 6 of 11 for the field in a really good game from Trey Jones. Those are my top two. Let's hear who you have on the top two list.
0: Yeah, I was with you 100% with Josh Richardson. What a game. Golly. Knocking down five threes, 24 points. That's what I love about Josh Richardson is, man, when he gets going and he's on fire, he's one of the best shooters in the NBA. And... This game was no exception. So my number one was Josh Richardson. My number two was uh, Keldon Johnson. I really liked his game. He had 21 points and six boards, dished out two assists. Uh, He only hit one three, but he's finding a way to score and finding a way to make do when his shot maybe isn't there as much. He also blocked a shot as well. Really liked Keldon's game. He was just really, really active on all parts of the ball, offense and defense. So that's why he was my number two on my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Drew, who do you got?
1: Yeah, so for my number one bottom two, I have Romeo Lakeford coming in at the bottom two. He was pretty good on defense, but offensively it wasn't there at all, only having three points and three rebounds and shooting one of five for the field and over of two for the three-point line. But it was he wasn't terrible because he had a good defensive game, but he's my number one bottom two. And my second bottom two, I'm going to go with Jerby Sohead. He put up two points, three rebounds shooting 1 of 4 for the field and 0 of 2 for the three-point line in 18 minutes. It was hard to come up with a bottom two, but those are my two bottom two.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was really difficult to come up with a bottom two. Uh, my number one was Romeo Lankford as well. I mean, defense is his thing. He just he didn't hit on his shots last night. He was a 1 of 5 shooting. And then I guess if I just have to give one out for a bottom two, I would give it to Malachi Branham because he didn't play. And I don't know why. I don't know if he's hurt or if he's out. But that would be my second bottom two for just not getting in. So that's our top two bottom two. Let's get to our question of the day segment. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Greg in Floresville, Texas. Greg's question is, what is Jakob Pertle's injury and how much longer will he be out? And that's a good question. Drew, do you want to take that, or would you like me to?
1: Yeah, so apparently he has a knee injury, and he's been out since November 26th. Yaka Pernal doesn't get injured a lot, and it surprised me that he's been out this long. I thought he might have been out a couple of games, but he's been out for uh, almost 20 days, so hopefully he's all right, but I'm seeing that it is a knee injury. He has been ruled out for the Trailblazers game.
0: Yeah, so he's out for the Trails Blazers game. One of the things Jakob said was, we're taking it day by day. This is straight quote from Jakob Pertle. I've been doing more and more of my workouts. There's some contact in there, and it's been feeling good. So if I'm guessing, you know, he's already, what What'd you say, 20 days he's missed? Is that At right? At
1: least, almost.
0: Yeah. So my guess is if it's feeling good and he's doing some contact stuff on it, I bet we see him within the week, within the next seven days. I bet we see Jakob, so... Uh, anyway, thanks for your question. We appreciate that. All right, let's get to this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, so we have a good one here. We're going to travel back to December twelfth, two 2001, where the Spurs hosted the Toronto Raptors, Vince Carter versus David Robinson. The Spurs ended up getting this win by 13 points, 108 to 95, with our leading scorer being Tim Duncan, who had 28 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks, a great dive for Ted Duncan. We had Steve Smith, who had 17 points and 2 assists. We had Tony Parker with 11 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. David Robinson with 9 points. And then Bruce Bowen with ten points, and to round out these double-digit scores coming off the bench, we had Charles Smith who had ten points and a board. The Spurs got this win to approve to fifteen and four on the two thousand and one two thousand and two season.
0: Woo fifteen and four! Thank you for that, Drew. That's a great record. I can't wait till the day where we're back. We're back with a fifteen and four record in any nineteen-game span. So that was a good one. All right, let's get to. Our preview of the upcoming game. The next game, the Spurs Wednesday night, play the Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers come into San Antonio with a 15-win, 12-loss record. The Spurs enter this game with a 9-18 and 18 record. Drew, what can you tell us about uh, Great Dame and the Trailblazers?
1: Yeah, so this Trailblazers team is really, really good. They have a really good big three between Davia Lillard, Everdy Sybage, Jerby grett they all averaged 22 points or more that is amazing um, they also have josh hart shaded sharp and a lot of other good players that helped them out but i feel like this trouble team is tough and they could get you in a lot of ways with that great offensive power
0: yeah no they're great and and they also have a former spur playing for them and the uh The guy that uh, is coming off the bench and will play in the post is Drew Eubanks, who was loved by the Spurs. Great, great team guy, Drew Eubanks, coming into town with the Portland Trailblazers. But let's get to our player to go off in prediction. I'm going to go first tonight. Uh, My prediction, I got the Spurs winning by two. I think it's going to be a four-game winning streak. And uh, I think we get this one at home against the Trailblazers. It's going to be tough. And uh, that's why I think it's going to be really close in getting us by two. My player to go off is going to be Charles Bassey. I really like what he's been doing off the bench. He's been grabbing rebounds, blocking shots. Not a huge score, but he usually doesn't miss many baskets. He usually like four or five, five or five, three or four kind of deal. So I'm going to actually do something different tonight. On my player to go off, I'm going to give his predicted stat line by me. So I got Charles Bassey with 10 points, 12 rebounds, and two blocks. And so that's him going off in my opinion. And again, Spurs go by two. What do you have for this one?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna go here with Doug McDermott, who I think he's gonna have a good game. I'll also give you a stat line for Doug McDermott. I think he will score 19 points and knock down four three pointers, shooting four of six from the three point line. I think that'll be Doug McDermott's stat line. He might have three assists and two rebounds there too. But for this prediction. I'm going to go with the Trailblazers to win this game by nine points. I think they will uh, win this game, and the Spurs will end their three-game losing streak.
0: Or three-game winning streak. Yeah, winning. Yes, sir. Okay, well, that kind of gets closer to the Las Vegas line. The Las Vegas line has Portland winning by seven. So we'll see how we fare after this one. It should be a fun game for the Spurs. And it brings me back to the early 90s. We used to play the Trailblazers a lot in the playoffs, it seemed like, and they were always battles. So should be another fun one. And, and you're right, Anthony Simons has been ridiculous for them, So, uh, with the usual suspects. But that brings us to the end of this Spur of the Moment podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you joining us tonight and every night after a Spurs game. And, uh, Drew, would you take us home, please?
1: Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. Almost to 100 episodes. Keep on listening. And, as always, go Spurs, go.